Keeping it real with Jerry Lawrence. Mike's in the building. We're halfway asleep. But we're here. Cujo set it off. Let's go. When the scene unfolds, young girls, 13 years old, expose them sins to any tongue they can hang. Got more stretch marks than these hoes. Holler they got rank. See, Sega ain't in this new world. Alter them experimenting in Atlanta, Georgia, United Nations overseas. Train assassins do search and seize. Ain't knocking or asking. The common folk, niggas like me, put white trash like they tricks like her. Back in slavery, concentration camps, snakes with gas pipelines. Infernos outdoors like they had back when they don't. Hitler was living in 1945. Listen to me now, believe me later on in the future. Look at ready see in the Constitution that in the event of a race war, places like Operation Heartbreak Hotel, Mormon's Tale, until that tight vent seal off this bell. Them say expect no mercy. Fool, you should be my least worries. Got a deal with W2 10 99s on Mark Black Helicopter swoop down and try to put missiles in mines. Who's that peeking in my window? Nobody now. Who's that peeking in my window? Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. I'm your host, Jared Lawrence. Mike is in the building. Yes, sir. You like how you sound? Mike, Mike. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sound, on my headphones, I sound good. Last time you didn't like how your voice sounded on the microphone. So That was sure. like a little skipping thing. But it was I, a skipping thing. I think that was just, it was like the third we're working i'm I'm sure it's gonna be top tier quality this time who knows you know we have kayla cooking chicken on certain (laughs) episodes you know (laughs) we never know what we're gonna get on keeping it real with jerry lawrence i did want to start the episode with goody mob because they released a new album last week that i absolutely love and i think i'm gonna nerd out next week and i'm gonna do a whole episode and like review the goody mob album i think that's more for me this is gonna be like a a Jared type episode, a nerdy episode where I want to go through all the tracks. I'm not gonna play them like all front to back, but you know, maybe like the first minute each track and then talk about it. The big man. So that was like from the old. That was from the uh, still standing album. But I want to play the new album, Survival Kit, review it, and I think next week I'm gonna do an episode devoted to that. But just see how much it would take us. You you could do every song and just talk about a little bit between. Well, I don't know, like, if I'll get in trouble for playing the whole song either. So I'll probably do, like, a little, you know, minute, minute and a half preview. That's true. Just give people a taste of what it's like and then talk about what the music is, like, what they're talking about, the production and stuff. Yeah, it's a dope album. They're talking about everything that's been going on during the pandemic. Um, They have a lot of opinions on stuff. And I, I think everybody needs to listen to it, so... We'll probably do an episode like that next week. And I've also been thinking, I think once a month, I am going to do something where I put a throwback episode on of like the vault. Cause I have like 52 episodes that I've done before back in the day with like when I had Domaine and Antoine and Elvis on as my co-host and nobody's ever really heard those unless you listen back then. So I think I'm going to upload like one every month just, just to kind of give people an idea of what we used to be like. Kind of like how Howard Stern has, like, the Howard 100, the channel where he plays the old stuff. So, I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to flood it. But, like, once a month, I think I'll put, like, one 
throwback episode on so people can check it out. I would be super interested in that. I would love to hear that. I'm I'm a little worried because we were <laughs> a little more wild back then. So I I mean I'm a little worried about the stuff we talked about, <laughs> but I do think it would be cool for you guys to hear that hearing the growth and how it has changed from then to now. So I got some some ideas of episodes I want to like start with. So do it. So I'll, I'll put that up. You guys look out for that. Retro t- th- Tuesdays or Retro Thursdays. You can make it an event like every the thir- first Thursday of every month or something. Just throw it in there. Yeah, maybe a little a little Thanksgiving treat for you guys next week. Thanksgiving is coming up. Are we excited or no? I'm always excited, man. Turkey, mac I mean, and cheese, mashed potatoes. It's a holiday, though. It's, yeah. the, it's the white man's holiday. I didn't know how you <laughs> felt about that. It is what it is, man. Just like <laughs> anything, man. You gotta if you're gonna live in this physical world, which we all are, we gotta. You got to make the best out of everything, you know, so understand what it's about and take the good from it. You know, if you can be around your family, you know, best you so can. So you like it more for like the family stuff and the food. You don't really yeah. care about the actual name, like Thanksgiving. Like me personally, I don't care about the holiday more much. Yeah, I, got I like the food and the hanging out. Right. Yeah, That's what I like. You know, I can't. I can't change what the name yeah. is or what the tradition they created or whatever yeah, all, it really means. But all the pilgrim stuff, I'm just like, yeah, I'm cool on that. Mm-hmm. And I got to work. I have to work on Thanksgiving. So for me, these holidays has not been the same this year because, like, my schedule is so different now with work. Um, and then you have a new job, too. So yeah, how's your schedule been? They've been a little more flexible with you, or you got to work on these they holidays, too? W- they will be. No, I work retail now, so I am learning. Yeah, you got to work Black Friday and all yeah. that stuff. But I do have th- that Thursday off. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's an interesting because I've always worked for, like, the college systems. I've always had, like, all of the holidays off. Yeah, and then my last job, I worked with the mapping company. I had all holidays off, too. And now yeah. I work for this new job, and holidays are important, you know? Like, I, I usually have Wednesdays and Thursdays off. I'm off today. It's a Thursday. Right. Next week's a Thursday. They're like, oh, no. That doesn't <laughs> – those those schedules don't count when the holidays come. Oh, no, you yep. work on the Thursday. You can have Friday off. Yep. So exactly. it's going to be a different, a nice little, well, not nice, but it's a little switch for me. I'm getting used to it still. Yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to look at it the same way. Like do something different. I'm going to grow through it or just experience yeah. something else. Or, you know, I'm going to really, you know, appreciate what I, you know, I, 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 I always appreciated having the holidays off, but I definitely, you know, let's yeah. do something different. Let's, let me see what other people, let me have my shoe, you know. I hope my mom up. has some food ready by the time I go to work, get a plate. <laughs> I hope so. And you're, you're say you're not coming back to Orlando, right? Probably not, cause I only have one day off. But we'll see. And you're know. in. Well, you came this week though. Mike is here visiting, man. Which yeah. give him applause for that. We don't see Mike in Orlando often anymore, so it's like a big deal when you're here. Uh, we appreciate you coming out. Thank you. I don't know what happened last night. Well, I know what happened. So. <laughs> It was a wild night, man. We were, we went out to the bar. Um, as wild as it can get in a Corona time period, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we were socially responsible, right? Not the old wild. There's, it was there's actually a, a very empty bar too. Like yeah. maybe no more than fifteen people in there. Yeah. Um, we had a nice little crew with us: Kayla, Janine, Chris, you, me, Mary. Yeah, there was a lady named Mary that everybody was trying to make me talk <laughs> to, and. You started um, it off. You hit it off. I talked to her a little bit. And what I'm finding now is like, as I get older, I just kind of know early on what fits me and what doesn't. So I made the decision early in that conversation. Like, yo, this is not for me. So I was kind of cool on it. I mean, she was a cool lady, but it's just our vibes were very different. And I, I just didn't feel a connection there. Very. Uh, she had a very strong personality. For and if sure. you know me, I have a strong personality. So, uh, 
two strong personalities are probably not going to work. <laughs> so with Mary, um, yeah, it just, it was a little bit much. And I, I didn't really, and you know, it's the thing when I talk to people, like some people are very strong talkers where they'll talk and you don't get many words in. And that doesn't really work with me. Cause you know, I like to talk too. So when I was talking to Mary last night, I'm just sitting there like, waiting my turn yeah. <laughs> trying to jump in I actually yeah it wasn't even a real conversation I just heard her talking and going on about everything, everything I didn't get much chances to jump in and give my little opinion on stuff and it was kind of hurt it was hurting me man I was just yeah. sitting there struggling and she was going off on her, her job and just all this stuff and a lot of deep stuff people got a lot going on in each other's life she obviously needed the vent she was probably there for her, you know but like I said I just stuff. decided early on like bro this is not she's not for me and Chris kept bugging me like <laughs> oh you need to talk I'm like She's not for me. I think messing with you is half the fun. You know, I don't think he's 100% serious. No, he really wanted me to talk to this lady. And I just didn't understand why. Because you walked by. And I mean, she was, I don't want to say everything she was saying. But it was kind of wild. It was shocking. I just walked away. I just kept walking. Yeah. I, like, oh. I thought you were going to come save me. And you kept going. No, no, and no, I was no, by yeah. myself on the island. I saw you, Jared. But, I mean, those are what those are the things that happen when you go to a bar. You know, you meet some interesting people. You have interesting conversations. Overall, it was a fun night. Yeah. But once you know yourself, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter who could be there. You know, she could be the best person, the worst person. Yeah, once you know yourself and what you can tolerate, you, you know, yeah, and that's this person's saying. not for me. You know right away. Yeah, so. As I get older, I don't need an hour conversation to figure out you're not right for me. You shouldn't. Five minutes in, I was like, she's not right for me. Just from the energy, you'll start getting yes. clues. The energy was, it wasn't a bad energy. But it wasn't like an energy that was calming either. Where I was like, oh, oh no. like I didn't feel anything. You know, I just was like there listening. Yeah, I didn't have any emotions towards her either way. But uh, shout out to Mary, man, you <laughs> provided us with some entertainment for the night last sure, night. We got, uh, we got something to talk about. Didn't get home till about three a.m. Air light went off in my tire. I'm like, what's going on? I'm a little nervous. Like, is, is my tire going to go flat? I think my sensor's wrong. Because, like, I've been telling people, I've been having a lot of car issues the last, like, two months. And I think I finally got everything fixed. The check engine light is off. I've paid extra $300, though. But hopefully this is it. Hopefully I can start saving now because, Lord knows, I have not saved anything <laughs> this year. It's the same with me, man. Like, both between the van and the car, we've had just little silly things and just it's been non-stop or anything that looks like it's coming up just let's get it fixed and so far so good so 2020 yeah. has just been whooping me it's been whooping everybody man yeah. what's your what's your feeling on 2020 like are you excited to get to 2021 or do you think like whatever is going to happen is going to happen like you're not really worried about the year like everybody's like oh it's 2020 but yeah. 2021 could be bad too yeah it, like, it might not be. get any better yeah. that's the thing that people got to realize not at all. And this I, just might be the trajectory of the world. This might, yeah, that's how I see my projections yeah. of the world. You know, I, I, in a sense, I felt this coming. You know, from what I'm seeing, this is the next evolution. That's why I left my job and went and traveled the world when I could, live yeah. in another country when I could. I'm like, just you know, my crazy, you know, thinking or outside the box thinking. I'm like, just a hunch that well, I mean, we, were ha we had. And we're like, look, we have to make this move now. We gave up a lot. We had pensions. So we were working on, we had great paying jobs, you know. But like, we got to live now, you know. Yeah, this I is agree. a move we got to do. And, you know, depending on how it goes. But if it gets worse and worse, then it's obviously the move's going to look even better. Like, what yeah. I mean, the song I played in the beginning, Cell Therapy. A lot of the stuff Cujo said in that verse 
that, that song come out like 94, 95. I was going to ask you. I haven't heard that in forever, and I forgot some of the things. So I'm like, yeah, this this is the not. The stuff he's yeah. saying, the race war, the yeah. United Nations overseas, trains assassins, doing search and seize, ain't knocking yeah. and asking. Like, yeah. This is the kind of stuff I was learning. The young girls years, expose yeah. themselves. Like, he was saying a lot in that song in 94, 95 that just holds true today. That's, like, why I love Goody Mob so much because they – we're on this stuff early. They were reading those types of books, putting you onto that type of knowledge. Yeah. And their music holds up over time. And that's why I love them. Even this new album, I feel like this album is going to get better. Open. Right. It's like one of those where you listen to it and you're like, oh, the content, the beats, like it all is going to, it's not going to ever get dated. Right. And that's what I love about Goody Mob. But yeah, I, was, I meant to ask you too, like, how do you feel now with where we're at, with where you were before when you were like, with everything that's happened, has that been pretty much what you expected? Have there been some some surprises that you're like, okay, it didn't quite go the way I thought? Or is everything kind of no, transpired? Well, at that point, you know, it was relatively new. So I was still, you know, looking at it and trying to tie it into what I've known and what all this new. Because, you know, I knew something was coming, but I didn't know it was going to be medical related. I don't know. It could have been uh, EMP. That could have blamed China. It could be a I don't even know third what EMP world is. war. Is that EPMD? Eric Sermon and <laughs> Parrish Monroe? I wish Not it Parrish was. Monroe. <laughs> Shout out to Parrish Monroe, though. That's my boy. That's, I Parrish. Wish and EMP is like a bomb where it basically cuts off all the electronics. So all cars stop working. All oh. electronics stop working. And, you know, it's like I had that older car. They don't have none of that. Uh, computer stuff exactly yeah that's what they say like that's no these new cars are like uh all computers so they could just shut down with it although i do like the computer because my check engine light comes on like something's wrong (laughs) yeah no there's hook up the little diagnostic positives and negatives to everything for sure but but yeah that's always been another like theory there's a million theories of what you know how they can create like you know this this news yeah but you weren't sure like what at the beginning, you didn't know what it was. Now you have a better idea, you right. think? Yeah, this is the step. This is At first, I was like, maybe it's a real virus. I mean, I, even me, I'm like, what? what maybe something real. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's definitely the next stage in the world. And this is actually in 10 years ago, they ran the same exact thing that's happening. It's happening by the Rockefeller Foundation. It was put out a training. It's called Lock Step. Google it. Mike's uh, talking that talk right now. Uh, I'm not gonna preach too much. No, no, go ahead, people. That want to look. I'm good. letting you talk right now. It was. It's exactly what's happening. Give a me pa- your bomb. <laughs> a pandemic event with you know more police surveillance, more uh, restrictions on our rights and searches and um, things like that. So you'll see. I mean, I think that eventually the the military is coming in. That's why they're doing all this with the police and dem- demonizing the police. This is not by accident. Like, I, I, I mean, me, been, you know, M- NWA said after the police back in. Back in the day, I mean, right. they've been demonized for a while. <laughs> well, no. Well, yes and no. Yes, in the, you know, in the in the rural, in the community, the black neighborhoods, yes. in the, where the police were, like, extra savage, like, where they were abusive. Yes, the those communities spoke out against it through music and all of, you know, well, the ways they could, but not on TV. Like, still, the the majority of the world, the general public was still, they didn't, they weren't listening to NWA. And then when they did hear it was, they were basically, you know, when you heard NW in the news, it was all right, th- this super offensive song talking after the police, like bad, like it's a negative thing. And they yeah. they didn't think they didn't want to put police or security in their concerts and all that stuff. What we're seeing now, you're seeing it on TV, like the police are, you know, look what he's doing. He's stepping on his neck. Like people, like the whole world now is like in it's this movement now. So now it's like, see how that was never happened in the, ba- in the past when it's only like 
when it was really happening in the streets and in the those neighborhoods, they weren't showing that on TV and trying to get people behind the a movement. Like now, it's like I feel that's why I see it's like this is a an agenda. I will say, since Biden became president, I, I feel like we haven't seen too much in the news now about the vi- police brutality. I don't know if that's part of the plan or what, but it's kind of calmed down in the news with all the tension, the racial tension. It'll come back. I mean, it's waves. It's like terrorism. You don't hear terrorism anymore. It was the virus, and then it's the election, and then, then you know, when that yeah. race thing was happening, people were out in the streets. They weren't saying much about the virus. Oh, no. they, we should stop these, you know. Now they're saying the virus is, like, back worse. Right. That's what I'm hearing. Um, They're saying that more people are going back to the hospitals and this and that. And I, I don't know. Like, Get your toilet paper now. Oh, I'm like I've been I telling y'all, bro. I'm over a hundred rolls deep in here. I don't, I don't play around. <laughs> I know I, I'm preaching to the choir. I right said here. like 15 episodes ago. I said y'all better look. The toilet paper's back on the shelves. I told people on this episode. I said don't get caught slipping again. The toilet paper's back. Y'all need to go and load up. Mm-hmm. I said this in the summer, like around August, uh, probably around August, September. I was like, it's back. Don't like, don't don't wait till the last minute. So I've been trying to tell people to stay ahead of the game when it comes to the toilet paper. Cause me, I was nervous and I had like forty rolls before. And once once it started becoming like hard to find, I was wilding, bro. I was at CVS overpaying for toilet paper. <laughs> and I said, I ain't doing this again. So once I seen it back on the shelves, oh, I went to Sam's, I went to Walmart. I got what I need. The amount of charming in this place is just charming. Yeah, we got good brand toilet paper. Remember, we were at Kayla's house last night. Scott's, Kayla right? told me she had Scott's. Scott's. What's wrong with Scott's? I was like, Kayla, I'm not coming back. I'm not spending the night here <laughs> until you have something on a better level than Scott's. I'm uh, sorry. Jared, you blew my mind yesterday when you told me you take toilet paper rolls to work yes. because their toilet paper is so trash. Bro. That is crazy i love the dedication like that's amazing like that's what we love you bro when i go to work all right i don't bring the the charmin ultra soft i don't bring the top of the line i'm probably one step below i bring charmin ultra gentle that is epic so i put it in a little trash a little not a trash bag i put it in a plastic like grocery bag carry it with me in there i have it at my desk sitting and then whenever i need to go i bring it with me because the toilet paper in the job is like rolling paper. It's so thin. It's so like hard. Like it'll give me a rash. And I'm like, I, if I can't, I can't use that every day. Maybe every now and then I can, but no, I about to bring my own because you should be going number two every day. I mean, not to get too personal, but you shouldn't. <laughs> no, you should at work. Actually, I'm at work should. for eight hours. I drive an hour to work, and I drive. It's ten hours I spend pretty much going back yeah. and forth. I guess you should, but most people don't. But every yeah, it's, that is a good amount. That is a hey, healthy. Man. You drink a lot of coffee too. That helps. I think everybody at my job goes at some point. Yeah. Everybody be taking them fifteen minute bathroom breaks right. at some point. At my work, we're all we can't. I don't even. I barely see the bathroom. We we gotta be running around helping customers. Nah, we well time. we're sitting down at desk, so right. And you're allowed to get like a 50, two 15s, I think, and a 30. So one of my 15s is definitely for the bathroom. <laughs> That's what's up. And it's like, yeah, I go like two or three times a day. I mean, I think I heard that was healthy. That is very healthy. That so means, I don't know. That means your system's working yeah. and it's releasing toxins at a good pace. I've talked to people who said they don't go for days. And I'm like, how? Yeah. How, Sway? They're, de- they're dehydrated, one, because their water, the system doesn't have enough water to get that stuff flown through the system. Yeah. And it's clogged. And I know happens. my body so well. Like the, As soon as I wake up, within an hour, I have to go. Yeah. 
That's yeah. great. That's wonderful. If it ever night, stops, start worrying. Like, okay, yeah. my, 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 I got to change my diet or something. But for now, you're good. Like, nah, you, my digestive good, system uh, is uh, healthy. And you know what? I've been cutting out red meat a lot, too. So I've, I've noticed the difference, oh, yeah. too. But when I eat red meat, I do notice the effects it has on oh, yeah. my digestive system. So I try not to do red meat more than once a week, if that. Like, sometimes I don't do it at all. But if that's, I do, like, once a week. Yeah, and that's good. That, and that's a good plan. And then as you get older, you know, you just have to, you might have to cut it down a little more and more and things like yeah. that. And if we all did that, you could still live a lifestyle eating, you know, we, we can't really avoid eating normal foods. That we yeah, I don't society, really. Uh, you could still be conscious of your health a little bit. I don't do the hamburgers very often. Uh, I can't good. tell you the last time I went to McDonald's and bought a hamburger or Burger King. That's I think cool. I went to Checkers months ago. Cause I was desperate. I got off work at like eleven, and they're like the only thing open, bro. There's never anything open anymore. It's so sad. That's the one thing I hate about this pandemic. Like, all of the late night food options that were decent are gone. Pollo Tropical closes at like nine now. Wawa's like pretty much if I need something, that's like a go to. They have really good salads, so like once a week I'll probably get a salad at Wawa on my way home. Right. Just cause Wawa's reliable, even though the one on. 50 and uh, Avalon be acting like they don't make salads after like <laughs> nine. So I have to go to the one by Dean and uh, Curry Ford. But funny. it's cool. I like the way they make the salads over there anyway. But yeah, I, the, the pandemic Walmart. has ruined a lot. Walmart. Walmart too. They're not 24 hours. That's actually a little bank camping secret. A lot of people, you just bank camp in Walmart because they were 24 yeah. seven. You kind of blend in now. You can't because it's closed at eight or nine. So you bank campers and people that travel and stuff in their van. That's something we learned. Like, it's Where can you blend in now? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's probably 24 harder. 24-hour gyms. Yeah. It's, well, are there any? Yeah. Anytime fitnesses and all these 24-hour gyms right. they have. You that might be a good place. Park yeah. in their parking lot. Yeah, But even Denny's. I don't even know. If Denny's saw something. We, we did it enough. Any 24-hour place you can kind of try to blend in and stuff. People do that. Well, yeah. We can always pick, pick like random you know neighborhoods and stuff. We never know. Like some, it, I, We've always felt like it was safer. Like it's more people. Security. Walmart usually has security and their things. And we never yeah. had issues. Whatever yeah, that's we, true. Uh, we went through there, but I, I I wanted to mention too that the the toilet paper you bring the toilet paper to your job reminds me of the Jay Z line like we bring sand to the beach because my beach is better my sand is better yeah, whatever yeah. it's it just reminded me of that my like, beach is better yeah I think that was it I think it is yeah beach is better was the name of the song so yeah yeah but that reminded me of that so, yeah, no, I'm gonna break my own toilet paper because my toilet actually no that was not beach is better is not named that was the song it's like a short it was the song. one on um the Holy Grail. He's like, yeah. um, something sands to the beach, but my beach is Beyonce or something like that. Because my no, because my beach is better. We can take that beach work and make it like the. I beach. I think it was be- talking about Beyonce yeah. though. I think it was something about Beyonce because that was when Could the be. beats flipped up on that one song. Yeah, and it was like you said, like a little thirty second clip. Yeah. I remember the song. It's been too long since we heard it, but yeah, yeah. It was. It just reminded me because he, he he's basically saying, you know, my my stuff. I can't, he said I can't. her name in there though. He said or Beyonce. Then we get married. Yeah, he, he, he basically, like, oh, cause yeah, look, my girls look like this or Beyonce. Yeah. and then we're getting married. He said something yeah, something like that. Like that. Yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> much either. Shout out to Jay Z though. They had him looking crazy out here the other day with these yeah. pictures of him working out on the beach in Hawaii. Did oh, you yeah? see it? I have not. Oh my gosh. With those skinny legs again. Skinny legs, the <laughs> belly. He looked really bad, bro. The dad bod was looking rough. And that's the situations where you're like, you look like that, and you're the one that's feeling the need to cheat on Beyonce. <laughs> she should be feeling the need to cheat on you. What what, what do you say about that? I skip like day. I still run the world. <laughs> 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 I 
That man's the man. He'll take anything and he'll the flip it is, so it sounds so cool and make himself was, be cool. Man. I was thinking about this with the Jay-Z when the pictures came out. The thing about Jay is Jay is so awkward when he's not on the mic. Like when you see pictures of him out and about Randomly, when he's yeah. not like dressed up in Jay-Z. Right. When he's not he looks character, so yeah. awkward. Sure but then when is. he gets on the mic, he's the coolest guy in the world. And he, you ever see, you've never seen Straight Property. Straight Property, he acts a little bit. And yeah. he acts like a very awkward, like, person. And I'm like, I bet that's kind of, he pulled that yeah. from him. Yeah, he's probably an awkward person. And that's what probably makes you, like, like you, you don't worry. And not saying it bad, but you're awkward. But that's your brilliance. Oh, I love it. I'm that's like your positive. Right? I'm Jay-Z. That's, it, you use it as your positive. That's your, your. If you catch me when I'm not, like, trying to dress up either, <laughs> I probably look very awkward, too. I think my body is definitely better than his, but. Yeah, he's like a weird. Like shape. his knees and like, uh, and like, it's just a weird, like the uh, knock knee. And he just looks very awkward. He was wearing a long t-shirt. He had uh, the belly. Like you could see, it was rough, man. You remember when he jumped in the pool a yes, few years ago? That, that was very the awkward. The were amazing. Like, I got to, I got to check How can somebody out. so cool be so awkward, man? I don't get it. He's mental. Like his game is mental. Because then know? he'll drop an album and we'll think he's the coolest guy in the world again. Yeah, and we'll be trying to do everything he, t- he says. Yeah create an album through your thoughts like he uses all you know that's all mental power and you know, you know connection he's he's uh, at that pay that face he's amazing but yeah it's, it's that's always fascinated stuff. me about jay-z man yeah. and he's ugly i mean nobody's gonna <laughs> oh, no. i don't like calling people ugly because i just feel like different i don't want to be the judge of somebody's looks like right. you might think somebody's ugly but look, he got beyonce beyonce thinks he looks good you know yeah. so how am I going to say something about a man who's married to Beyonce yeah, when she saw something opinion. in him? Oh, of course. Now, I wish some of these girls would see that in me when I'm swiping <laughs> on Tinder. Because my swipes is looking, you know, I'm a little low on the swipes, but it is what it is. Oh, the podcast might get you up there. Well, I'm not, even, hit podcast. I'm not promoting it next year because I'm not going to be on here. I'm taking my year off. Well, I'm going to be no doing podcast? the pod, but I'm not yeah, promoting it. So who knows who will be hearing it gonna, or who will find we're it. We're going to promote it through Google Ads. Facebook I'm not paying ads. for anything. I'm not even going to be on Facebook next year. You don't have to be on Facebook. You, I'm not paying your, your, to promote. Your voice out there, your work out there. I've never believed in the the paying to try to make people like Like what, I always liked it when it was organic, when people liked it organically or they found it organically instead of me like, hey, come over here. Man, I mean, it's cool because you might find some people who really like it, but. No, that makes sense, but at the same time, you we all have to pay. Like McDonald's pays for advertising. Yeah. Like every single artist that started probably worked a show and maybe even paid somebody to work a show so that they can get noticed at first. When you're growing, you have to sometimes that's do, true. Do some think, moves, but yeah, you don't want to pay somebody to listen to it. I'm that's more sure. worried about paying to try to find a base that isn't really my base, and I'm like, I don't know if it's going to the right base. Like McDonald's knows who their target audience is. Everybody. I don't want to <laughs> pay for advertising. And it's going to, like, somebody who doesn't even, you know, well, care. The good and scary thing about this is that Google and Facebook and all these things, they keep a profile of every user. Oh, to, I meant to tell you this. Uh-huh. Keep going. Keep going. So they keep a profile of every user. So they know everybody's tastes and likes and dislikes to a better degree than they even know it sometimes, which is a lot, you know, this whole hoopla over uh, your information and it's they're storing your information and your uh, what's safe and what's not so you can actually go through when you do the advertising you can select people that like to listen to breakfast club or this and that and you actually can you know they have these profiles of people so you can target specific profiles and it's scary because i've looked into it with my own you know little business yeah. ventures that i've worked on and it's like scary how you could target groups that are like unbelievable like they have 
yeah, uh, nah, information that you can target that. This was this was crazy yesterday too. You texted me the website to the new Puma shoe. Yeah. With the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. After I literally got on Tinder right after, and this comes up as an advertisement. <laughs> the freaking Puma shoe as an ad on Tinder. It's crazy. Bro, yeah, I'm like this like is. Mike literally just texted. I clicked on the link and Tinder already knows I like the Puma shoe. It, and it, sends me an advertisement. It's a hot shoe too. It is hot, but it's just that's how crazy this this privacy uh, thing is right now. I, I heard that this, these people. Ooh, speaking of Tinder, I got a new match, but go ahead. <laughs> What's the name? Let's see. I, I'm i I'm going to click right now. We're going to do this in real time. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see let's if Let's do it's, a review. Let's do a um, matchmaking. It said I got a new match. This is not a new match. Oh, maybe it is. Uh, this is not a new match. It's not a new match. It said I got a new match, but this is not a new match. Are they lying to me? It's confused. Tinder told me I had a new match. I don't think I do. I think Tinder lied. Maybe they took back their swipe. Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes do they people do that where they, they match with you, but it was like one of them swipes where they did it by mistake. Uh, and then they didn't delete <laughs> you before you can even get no traction, bro. That job be hurting, right? Because it's like, yo, this person removed you. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I ain't even getting no, no line in. Yeah, I think that just happened to me because I thought I had a match. I was excited. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, I don't even know what I was saying now. You were talking but about just a Google ad that you could target, you know, specific group people that like this or that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I. You know, it's funny. Like these people make so much money off of that stuff. So I'm not mad at them for getting money because if I could do that, I would do it too. But the privacy is just not there anymore. Oh, I was gonna say that. I guess a couple had like a baby that I don't know. It's like a funny name, but they just kept saying, I don't know, Rose, let's say, Rose, and then, hey, Rose, and talking to the baby, and they just kept getting Rose's uh, advertisements all through their social media, because the phone yeah. was just picking up the word Rose or something like that, so. Yeah, these it, phones, man, if you would have told me back in the 90s these phones were going to be able to do all this stuff they do now, I would have told you you're crazy. But then we can, again, you could just like Goody Mob and everything, you find books like 1984 and all these books that predict the future. They were reading a lot of those books. Yeah. They said that somebody had given them to them, that's why they were so ahead of it. Yeah, and it's a lot of Government, like top level government people, that would after they retire and stuff, they from what they learned, they just started writing books and stuff. And obviously, it wasn't publicized, so most people don't hear about it. But there is, you know, if you look hard enough, you can find a lot of uh, information from way back. This is like, yeah, stuff has been planned. Yeah, man. Shout out to Goody Mob too, man. That you need to listen to Sell the Soul Food album, Still Standing, and Survival Kit. I need you to counting on you to send them to me. I will do my part and listen. I don't know how to get it on a dang Apple iPad, iPod. I have them on my phone. I have have the MP3. I have a phone right here. I can plug it in. You can put it in my phone. Oh, okay. Before you leave, I'll do that. Um, For sure. Where are you at right now in life, like, with happiness and everything? Great. I mean, obviously, the year, yeah, you kind of asked me about the year, too. I mean, I... um, We've all gone through different transitions as far as, like, career-wise, finding new jobs, and you move to... Out there on the western uh, side of Florida by the beach and stuff. And it's super interesting because, yeah, I, another thing we kind of wanted to do was just expand our, you know, our our view of the world. So living in Orlando 28 years, I've only known Orlando. And Orlando is a very liberal city. So, you know. Do you not like liberal? I do. I feel like that's I, more I, your style. Probably, yeah. I mean, there's pros. Are you MAGA? No, I'm neither. I'm none. I am to what? <laughs> Where's my red hat? <laughs> I left it. 
<laughs> I'm not for nobody. I'm not political. I'm not for any, you know, better than anybody. But yeah. so I take it you didn't vote in the election. No, nah, man. <laughs> in the selection, you mean? The selection. <laughs> no, I did not vote in the selection. Did you care about the results at all? I don't know. I, I know it's already been planned. So you didn't feel any type of way about anything? Did you even Trump, know what was going on? Like, did you know Trump was I know up and then he people. lost? Did you know, like, did you, yeah, did you predict, track of it. Did you I, predict that swing was going to happen where it looked like he was going to win in the beginning and then it's No, changed. I can't predict this stuff, man. They could have kept Trump again or they could have not. I, I, I can't. Like, that's that I can't do. Okay. But um, you and you guys are, you moved over there. You said you. Yeah, changed. so where I live is really Republican. So I kind of like just, you know, I'm, and I'm not going to live there forever, but I like just seeing that viewpoint, seeing how they think, how they interact, how different cultures interact there. Because, you know, how you see it on TV, it's never the same how it really happens when you're living somewhere. Um, it's, you know, to the extreme, you know, biased, and you're just getting fed information that, you know, what they want you to believe. But And it's really cool. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all humans. We are all want to be happy. We just want to get along with each other. And I see that, and I saw that my whole road trip. I saw that, and I went to... Plenty of big cities. I went plenty of rural places where it's just nothing but country and stuff like that. And you see people of all kinds, and they get on ninety nine percent of the time. You know, we get along just fine. We go outside our houses, and you know, we we live a different world than what we see on TV. So when you actually just see that, and you you know, I so I'm constantly just looking more at what's happening, how my interactions are every day, and ninety nine percent of them are beautiful and great. And I see wonderful people helping each other. I saw a, I see. Uh, a girl was uh, a first-time teacher buying, like, $40 worth of notebooks and stuff for her kids that couldn't afford supplies. The kid, the guy behind her just paid for it. Oh. He's like, oh, you're a first-time teacher? And they talked a little bit, and they just paid for each other, you know, different That's races dope. and all that stuff. Like, So even though there's, they're trying to, you know, make us subdivided and all of that, that's all mental. That's all, like, um, and a, a big of it, it's an illusion. And I know it feels real for a lot of people, but I, I don't feel that. So I'm very happy in life, and I... No matter where we, where I am, I always try to see what's what I'm living is more important than what I'm being told, you know, through the media and all that stuff. So I've had a great year, and it's a growing year. Um, basically, we're working. We're working to for our next step in life. We want to own a house. We want to make it very. You still want to stay on that side of Florida? No, we're very open to anywhere. Or do you want to live in Florida? You sound like you might leave Florida. We might because it's Florida's very expensive. That's the main thing with it. Well, every, uh, it's I mean, so expensive. I've been saying you need to go to Portland, and I feel like Portland's very it's expensive. So cold too. though. I'm, there's yes. a limit to my tolerance of cold. I am very sensitive. I'm very Trust cold. Me, I, I have a sweater on right now. It's <laughs> 77 in my house, so I, I feel you. I like it. I live in Puerto Rico with no AC. I was living a dream. Any chance you guys might ever go back to Puerto Rico? Or you yeah, that's that? another another possibility. You miss it already? Oh yeah, we definitely miss it. We would love to. So live what there. made you come back? So Puerto Rico is interesting. They pay very little. You're going to get a job there, seven or eight bucks an hour. There's no minimum wage? Or is I it like even, $7? Maybe six or five. Or okay. I don't know. It's very, but most, most jobs are very low paying jobs. And houses are not horribly expensive, but they're too expensive for that pay rate. To, you're going to be working a lot. You're going to be working probably more than 40 hours to really be comfortable. So, you know, they got like, oh, these house, 100000 100000 you know, leasing that with eight bucks an hour and you know they they have a lot of holidays a leaf falls from the tree they're gonna take <laughs> off and s- make a holiday for the leaf fell from the tree today so you know they have so many holidays people take off of work you're not you don't get paid you just don't get paid that much so 
we don't want to live in a situation where we could have bought a house there and just struggle and both work 40-something hours a week and just slave the way. But to us, life is more than working, you know, and just working for a corporation or a company. I feel like Europe so, is, like, your type of spot. Because they only work 35 hours a week yeah, in Europe. I heard that. They take lunch breaks and drink wine. Like, and when I used to do the mapping thing, we had cars in Europe doing the same thing. And our bosses went over there to, like, ride with them for, like, a week before. And they were like, yeah, they were like, after 30 hours, they were like, we're so tired. It was, <laughs> this is it. We can't do no more. And they were done. Like, 35 hours was their cap. That should be. We're not here to work and every I'm always, day like this. I always, like, been fascinated with how that works. Like, I want to go there and, like, live for, like, a year and just see how that work-life balance is over there. Like, how do they how do they survive, though, off of that? That's what I always wonder. Yeah, because you just, uh, the prices, everything just uh, lowers a little bit if, you know, just equivalent and balance it out with whatever they're making to what their expenses are, you know. It's, just, it's like less greed over there, it sounds like. But, you know, uh, to me, like, if you want something, you put it up out there, you work for it, you make a plan, you, you know, make a, you do it smart, you work really hard, you do it, you know, strategize, and then you can make it happen. So right now we're just grinding out and working, saving and planning, seeing strategically okay where can we live is this good like what's pros pros and negatives of everything puerto rico's very very uh likely because yeah if we can you know how you know put a good down payment on it and lower our monthly bill then we can live comfortably and not slave away our whole life just to pay the the mortgage and still live and and see life and as much as we can we'll see what happens what's coming you don't know you know travels and stuff's gonna be a lot more restricted for what i i think so yeah, it might be I tough to do haven't to travel. even thought about traveling. And I, I want to go to Vegas for the like summer league or the fall league whenever they're gonna do it next year, depending on when that draft is. But um, other than that, I really don't have any plans to travel. I don't care to travel. You traveled a lot, just the way you you're. Yeah, but at this, with all the new restrictions right now, it just kind of turned me off to going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like even going out is not as fun anymore. I'm sure. just rather hang out at somebody's house now. Yeah, I mean yeah. the bar last night was cool because they weren't like too like uh, strict with the rules there. They were very laid back, but yeah. these places that are like, oh, wear your mask inside and keep it on the whole time, and I don't, I don't want to go out if it's like that. Yeah. But yeah. it seems like Florida, Orlando in general, is getting back to like. It seems like we don't give a fuck out here. I, honestly, <laughs> what's funny too is over there where I live, they they've never really stopped. Like I went to Point Orlando to see uh, the Tenant, one of the movies that came out. On an IMAX, and it was the ghost town. I've never seen Point Orlando like that. It's depressing. Oh, bro. But I went to a, a restaurant by the Ferris wheel out there, mm-hmm. brew the tap house, whatever that thing is. With the metal roof? The one that was next to uh, Shake Shack. Oh, Shake Shack, yeah. It was yeah. over there by yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. and Shake Shack. And we sat at the bar just trying to get a drink. The dude gives us our drinks, and like 15 minutes later, he's like, oh, you know, you have to order food if you sit at the bar. Because it's the COVID rule. What? Oh, like, bro, yeah, yeah. like, we just sat here. We've been here for 50. Why do you tell us in the beginning? But uh, That's a government law. That happened over there, too. Oh. But they're not doing that on the east side. Oh, no, the east that side stopped. wasn't doing that. Oh, I don't know. That, that stopped. But that for a few months when it first, when they started opening again after lockdown, yeah, if only bars or restaurants that serve food could be open. You couldn't just serve alcohol. You have to serve food. Uh, and that was like a law from yeah, the government. That was like turn me off from yeah. wanting to go out again. It's horrible. This is horrible. And, you know, but at the end of the day, all these are external things. Like when this, these situations happen, we have to sometimes go within. And that's what, you know, you learn, like instead of finding your happiness throughout. And that's kind of a lot of a lot of what I've been learning and teaching people also or try to help people understand Like your happiness comes from within. So 
read more books, find out, find who you are, take this time to go connect with nature, connect with others, even if it's through the phone or talking to them, like, go inside instead of, okay, take a break from that. So sometimes we, we just so, you know, in the rat race, like, oh, let's go with this person, meet up, and, and we've, we, we don't know who we are, take this time to connect with your family, with your kids, like, learn something new, pick up a book, start a new business, start a new hobby. So I'm, I'm, you know, trying to do that. So I've made my, I feel 2020 very, you know, productive and happy overall. I obviously hate the world. It's not, you know, it's was, you know, we're all used to a life. We like, we like going to magic games. We like yeah. going to bars here and there to, to eat at restaurants normally and travel, go on rare airplanes. So of course I hate everything that's happening, but you can still make it productive. And at the end of the day, we came, you know, into this world as a, a human being that, you know, get to know that person, make, you know, you can still be super happy, you know, without traveling, without the drinking and the alcohol and so much of it or so much social interaction, you know, find find your 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 simple happiness. Speaking of alcohol, man, like after last night, just the, the way you feel the next day, I'm just, I, I might be done after this year, man. I already getting off social media, but the alcohol effect that you feel after the next day is just not a good one. Yeah, I barely drink anymore. I mean, I drink in social settings like that maybe once a month, once every two months I've gone, and even then it's very little. It it stays in your brain. It stays in you for so long that it affects you for longer than you think. Um, But it was fun. I mean, It was fun, but right now I'm struggling, man. I don't even know. I hope this podcast sounds good when it comes out, but if not, hey, guys, we had a long night. (laughs) But I'm saying it was fun. Like, it depends where you are in your life. You know, we're talking about this through, you know, people that we're almost on our 40s. We we're watched. been through it, right? Yeah. We, we live life, you know. But Chris told Mary I was 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Chris, come on. Man. You got to round down. Yeah. Not up. But, yeah, people that in your, you're in your 20s, you know, you just you want to live life and experience life. You know, I understand that that's going to be attractive. And they should go through that pra- that process just like, you know, we did and get drunk and feel the effects. And it, yeah, it, man. You'll eventually naturally get get to the point like us where like yes yeah, it's, it's not worth it shout out to the non-monogamy people out there we thought kayla was one but <laughs> doesn't sound like she is uh, i mean she's she takes a relationship slow i think yeah you know, that's yeah. very obvious and i'm she, on the mic thing slow. right now I'm, I'm doing the mic where i'm taking like a year to try to find myself if i do it the way you did i'll probably end up in a relationship in six months but i'm gonna try to go a year I'm try to go at least a year and just live Single and free. See yeah. what it is. See what I like out here. I mean, you've been living single and free. What's the difference this year? I think it's the mindset. What's I'm the thinking mindset? differently now, whereas before it was like, I'm single, but I, you know, I was looking for a relationship. I'm not really. Okay. I'm telling women from the jump right now, like, I'm not going to get in a relationship <laughs> this year. I'm not looking for no relationship. I like being single. I work 40 hours a week. I drive. Like I said, an hour each way to work. So when I have my days off now, they're more precious to me. Mm-hmm. Like when I have these days off, I look forward to spending time by myself and relaxing and feeling like I have an obligation to share time with somebody or be around somebody. That's the stuff I'm like not giving up right now where it's like, no, I need my me time. Yeah. I can hang out with somebody every now and then, but every week, Having to see you on my off days all the time? No, I can't do that right now because this job takes a lot out of me during the week. And when it gets to Wednesday and Thursday, which are my days off, I, me and me and my coworker joke about this. We're like, yo, when it comes to like the first day of the day off, we're just recovering. We're recovering from the week. Yeah, well, that's true. The second day of the day off, because luckily I get two in a row. Mm-hmm. The second day of the day off, 
I'm finally getting back to my normal self, back into my routine. And then the next day, it's time to go back yeah, and do it again. Back your head. Oh, tomorrow I got to go back to work. So but that first it's day, it's tough. Like last night when we went out, that was my first day off. So it was, I was struggling to get out. Didn't leave my house till like 6, 7, 6.30, I think. Yeah. It's tough, man. That's the lifestyle we, we're trying to get away from, you know, at least the five days a week of working like that. Yeah. You know? I, I just need to become my own boss, man. I need to stop depending on others. And yeah, that's the goal for all of us. I, I think, think once I get away from everything next year and can focus and, and get off social media, I do my best work when I'm by myself. That's how I feel like. I've said that on a previous podcast. Courtney had said something great about that, about how he just is better by himself working. He's more I'm productive. The, and, and that's how I am. Like I'm the same. I feel like relationships slow me down. There's a balance. I understand. Yeah, you can get your alone time still in a relationship, but... Like I said, I don't have a lot of free time. So for me, I wouldn't get enough of that. It's so tougher. We all work 40 hours a week, plus we have the relationship time, and then the little bit we have is, you know, our alone time. And yeah. what we do with it, yeah, it's too little to really build something. And it's day. the hours I work. I work 2 to 10.30, so it's like pretty much the whole day. And then I'm a night person, so I'm up late at night when I get home, but I sleep in. I don't wake up till like 10 or 11 every day. So right. It just takes a lot out of me, man, and then – the vacation days are not the same. I'm working holidays now, and it's an adjustment. Yeah, but and it, it doesn't have to be forever. Like that's oh no, I, this is not a forever job. This is definitely right. You use when it I, for when what I it first is. started it, I said it was a five year job. After a few months, I knocked it down to three. three. Now I'm like, it might be a one year job <laughs> because it just takes too much out of me. It's changing my life, and I gotta get back to trying to do things on my own and. Make my own thing happen where I don't want to depend on them. So, yeah, I'm just challenging myself in the next year to to get get some stuff going on my own. I'm the same way. I'm, I got myself two years. I'm like, it's maybe like a two year job. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna stay at my job until I'm comfortable when doing whatever I do next. But yeah, I gotta I gotta start making some things happen and getting off social media to me is the number one thing because it's just distracting. I know you say you can go on for like five minutes or whatever, but me, I could go on there for five minutes and see something that just changes my whole thinking for the day that might right. mess up the, the mind space yeah. I'm in. So for me, just being away from it altogether is more productive. Yeah, it's super healthy to get off. I, I was off most of the year, too, when all this started happening. I don't know if you know, I posted a lot less. I yeah. haven't posted much this year at all. So, yeah, I kind of, yeah, there's, there's so much negativity and so there's much. so much. And it affects your way of thinking. Yeah, and some of it might be real, true and some of it might be inspirational or help, but. I think there's so much more distractions and negativity than there is, you know, that the, the positive. So a lot of it's good to take breaks from yeah. it, you know, use it for what it is. It's, there's positives out there, especially if you have a business or growing a business. Like it's a great way to reach people and stuff. But yeah, you got to be careful with your, you know, your energy. Your energy is sacred, man. You got to yeah. protect it and your, your time. You know? I just know when I get off social media, good things usually happen. Yeah. Last time I took a year off, I came back and bought a house. Last year, I took. A few months off in the beginning of the year, I started my podcast back up. So for me, I'm more productive when I'm off. I get things done, and that's just going to be the goal going forward. I don't want to – I'm not – I feel like I'm too accessible too, like with people always wanting to talk on the phone and reaching out. Like So I'm probably going to scale back how much I talk to people. Yeah, I've done that too, especially once I started in my journey of saying, oh – once I got divorced, and well, for a while I was 
you know, hanging yeah. out, partying with y'all. That was South Beach yeah, social. Yeah, you Clearwater with us and South Beach and all types of. But after, yeah. It was fun times. Oh, yeah. But then after that, I kind of just, when I started going in more into the, you know, research and like health and learning about life and just, sorry, I'm done with that face of my life. I want to just be more calm and, you know, find myself and all that. And I kind of, you know, a lot of people, I, obviously I'm going away from what society has, you know, I feel is like so. You need to live in the mountains. Yeah, we're definitely looking at You're that. A mountain guy. That's where we lived in Puerto Rico. No, like over here, like yeah, we're looking at yeah. I different can see areas. you living in Johnson City, Tennessee. Yeah, around somewhere up there in the Tennessee, North Carolina area, Boone, North Carolina, somewhere up there in those mountains. Definitely looking at all that. No higher than that, but they get you get all four seasons. It's not super cold. You know, yeah, you get cold a little bit, but like most of the time, like thirty or forty. Like Brevard, North like Carolina is another beautiful place. There's yeah. there's some nice little cities up there. Yeah, I want to have my own food and grow my, my own fruits and vegetables out there and have a very, very small um, payment so that, you know, go two or three times, a, th- three or four times, a, let's say, a, a day, a week, go to work, a little, you know, if it's just a part-time job, pays the bills, have my own little online business too, or some kind of, uh, you know, You know what's crazy? Like, money. if our families were set up better growing up, like, the generational wealth was passed down, we would probably be able to live more comfortably like that yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Like if you had great, great grandparents who passed down a house mm-hmm. and it just stayed in the family name. Whereas now yes, we're sir. just getting to that point where our parents will probably pass this stuff along to us. Yep. But if we had that from before, man, yep. our lives would probably be a lot more calmer. We wouldn't have as many worries and we could live off minimal things. Because we would already have what we need. Yeah, we should really. We should have already been in a situation where, yeah, we that that house, that family is already there. You know, you yeah. can if you want to venture out, then you know, then you okay, you're gonna have to start from scratch and buy a new one and all that. But yeah, yeah we should all we should already like everybody should have had a house that's always passed down. And that's how Puerto Rico is. Uh, a lot of the time, you, you see, uh, it's very poor. These countries, these Latin American countries, you're like, oh, that's poor, 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 and there's barely any jobs. How they survive is that you're li- you're. This house has been in the generation for generations, and it just gets passed down. That's a paid-out house. We go there, and, like, people living in these beautiful mountains with ocean views. I'm like, how can they, they – you can look at them. They can't afford this, but it's, they've had it for generations. There's things we you know? don't think about. Like, everybody – I think we're just backwards in a lot of the way of thinking where it's like, oh, everybody wants to rent, and you, now you have nothing to pass down, or you um you're renting, or maybe you're not – you don't buy a house like I don't know. There's just different things where, where, where the generational wealth is just not or life insurance too. Like you're dying and not leaving your kids with anything. Yeah, but if you had a house paid off, that I mean, what's better than that? That's what I'm saying. Like, like we don't think of that thing like the life insurance, the house. Like we don't have assets to pass down, and I, that's just we're not taught that. Right. And hopefully, going forward, we'll do more of that. But. Yeah, it's up to us because, you know, we're not going to get taught that. We're not, the system's not going to promote that. The system's going to promote renting and going to New York. What, like every movie you see, which I believe a lot of predictive programming, you kind of show people, you know, the movies they see that you realize you, you start trying to act like them, whether you mm-hmm. realize it or not, like subconsciously, you start, oh, look at that lifestyle. And all the movies, like especially like romantic comedies and these movies are in New York or L.A., yeah. big cities, and they're, they're meeting up with friends at the bar. They have amazing, great-paying jobs, city view, apartments. And that's the allure. So a lot of kids, you know, after they graduate or get their degrees, 
they move they move out to to another college. Yeah, go to New York to chase the dream. Go to New York to get a, a good paying job instead of saying, no, let's let's live in this. This is our house. Let's build a, a foundation here and a, 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 yeah, like generational wealth and really you know, I maximize yeah. our time in this earth instead of being so worried about what college I went to, how much money I'm making, what big you know, how nice my apartment is, my car. Uh, these are things we're learning now, you know, and our parents didn't have a lot of those tools and we didn't, but we're, we're learning them. We're, I think as a generation, I've seen huge spurts and growths and, you know, yeah, I just think it's definitely like handicapped us over the years. Like uh, we, we're not where we should be because of that stuff, but yep. hopefully we can get on the right foot with it. Yes, sir. Um, your journeys, I'm always watching from afar, just seeing what you guys are doing. Cause it's inspiring. I know. I appreciate it. You've always been a huge supporter and everything you do, man. You, I told you, I think I mentioned that yesterday, man. We got to give you your, your flowers, man. You're, <laughs> you bring people together. I think most of my friends are, I met through you. You know, you, you are a special person. Man. I you, love like introducing people yeah. who I think would hit it off with each other. Yeah. Cause I can see like, okay, this person's probably <laughs> good for this. Now, sometimes it backfires. Yeah. There's sometimes and I've introduced Desiree to a few women that didn't, <laughs> they didn't hit it off like I thought, but uh, sometimes for the most part, people that I introduce, End up like I know the personalities will match. Yeah. I always like when people become friends with each other and like don't can hang out with outside of me being there. Like that's cool. That's amazing, man. That's a special talent. You know, I don't know many others or anybody else. You know, like that does that and has, you know you're just such a lively, you know, happy person. You just want people to be happy and together. So that's amazing. Yeah, man. You know? I'm just trying to. So look into that too when you're looking at possible, you know, and hobbies, entrepreneur opportunities. Like this is what sets my soul on fire. This is what I am attracted to naturally. So, you know, try try to have the, you know those ingredients into whatever you do because you'll you'll love what you do even if you're, it's a job. You know. Yeah, I agree. So. I agree, man. Uh, who knows what the future holds? Um, is there anything? Matchmaker. 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 Can't even match make myself. <laughs> I'm go matchmaker okay. for. I actually have introduced people. I, mean, I don't get my credit, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I brought Chris and Janine around each other. Yeah. Um, who else? Have I There's a few people I've I've brought around each other. I'm not saying I hooked them up, but mm. I like you said I put people yeah. in the same room as each other. As each other, I put them around each other. You're the bridge. Call you. That should be your nickname. You're the bridge. The bridge. The bridge. Um. Man, there's a few others. I don't want to say their names though, because I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know uh, where I stand with some people, so I'm not going to say everybody's names. But there are a few that I have brought and have introduced. Or there's people who have gotten laid because of me. <laughs> there's people who are in relationships because of me. There's people who are married because of me. And now, uh, yeah, that's all I. Shout out that PayPal. Say. Give out that PayPal information. No, nah, nah, I'm not like these women Sunday. on uh, Tinder. I'm never going to ask for money for stuff. Like, I'm just not that. Unless I'm selling up, I'm running a business. I'm never going to have, like, a cash app name. Yeah. Like, hey, cash app me some money. I know I know you're not about that. You're a genuine no. good person. I'm just never. That's why I can never do those sales jobs because I'm not good at yeah. asking for money. Yeah, me neither. I'm just not that type of person. I'm more like, you know, if you want to, okay. If you don't, <laughs> cool. That's just how I am, man. But, but yeah, you're, you know, it's, but you're. A unique person that you're gonna have to find a unique person to compliment you. So the most people out there are very, yeah, not you know they're, they're cookie cutter in a lot of ways. That's why I'm still just, searching. Yeah, so it's, I know, and, I, and I'm gonna know it when I see it. And that's why I try to explain to people like, give me five minutes to talking to somebody. I kind of know already. Like, yeah. 
That should be. Is there something there? Or is there not? You know, that's I don't want to waste my time. That's how it should be. Yeah, and and what you said earlier is exactly how you should live. You should live your life, not even focus on. Oh, I need to find a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or you know, oh, this year I'm gonna find my boo no. or anything like that. No, you live your life the best you can. You get you you become the best version of you, and that you'll automatically you know come cross paths at the right time. I'm with comfortable. Somebody else. I'm comfortable with what. Everything where my life is right now, like if I don't end up with married or anything, I'm cool. If I end up being single for the rest of my, I'm cool with this. Like, I'm content with whatever happens at this point. I'm not stressing it. Like, yeah. I don't have a clock that I'm trying to, you know, beat this clock. Like, I'm not trying to do something by a certain time. It's, it's, it's about being happy more than anything. So for me, it's yeah. and that's all it should be. And this whole marriage thing is on and half. You know, a lot of it is illusions too. Y'all are all married, though. All y'all married people keep saying this. That's true. That's <laughs> you true, and Donnie, y'all both married. It's. I mean, it's true. We're married, but you know, we see it for what we you know believe it is. It's just a you know a man, uh, human created endeavor. You know, to to. But you guys had to feel something at some point to want to get married, like. No, you you lock in as individuals that you want to be together, yes. your your love and your souls and connect, and you're like, okay, this is the person for me. In this world, you know, you, if I die and I love somebody, my benefits and you know my. So you did it because of like the benefits, be able to make decisions if you're right. sick, stuff exactly. like exactly, yeah. Like you don't want that. Oh, if, the, if I don't put them as a beneficiary or whatever, they're probably gonna go to the government. Who knows where my assets or my? Okay. It's like let's help the person that I love. Like so, for that sense, you almost have to do it. And but, but you don't feel like marriage is like what? Like you don't feel like marriage is the. It's more of a, a concept. It's more of a. This is what it is. Like they're telling you that marriage is a certain way, but you're not following those ideologies. I guess you're more like, you know what? We we're gonna say it's we're gonna use the title, but we don't care about your beliefs for what it's supposed to be. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it's it, it's thrown out there like this goal that we should okay. This part of our plan, like you know, graduate from school, you know, get married, have kids. Like this pattern, this you know road that's been carved out, out for all of us, and then we see it, you know, again. Pro- predictably programming movies and TV shows and we see like this is how we're supposed to live in this society. So we just follow and do it. You know, and, and people just and they don't want to leave a marriage to look bad. They'll feel like, you know, they're they're a failure if they're single or if they get divorced and all that. Instead of just following their happiness, they're so much so worried about failing in you Yeah, know, a lot of people life. stay in the marriage when they should just leave it because they don't yeah. want to be judged That's right. on the failing or not being That's right. you know successful. Uh, and, you know, I completely agree with what your last few episodes were talking about, you know, the open relationships and stuff like that. That's the natural way of being, you know, this the marriage thing brings a whole lot of bullet points that might not be what, you know, makes you happy or make you, you know, who you are, or who, you know, the way you're supposed to live in life. And as humans, you know, we might not, that might not fit that criteria. So that's a lot of things we're living But I, I still feel like if I find the right person, like you were saying, the person, that type of personality that's like me or whatever. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to do the open thing, but for me, it's like until I find that the one, if I'm just dating people and they're not as, I'm not taking them as serious. I don't care. Like that's when it's all right. We could be open whatever, but I don't know if I'd want to share if I found the person and everyone's different. There's people that are like, they just want to have a person there and that's, they complete them. But then again, I think about, yeah, I think about the people. What if you're married and your partner's not providing you everything you need physically, mentally, spiritually, and you need to get that from somebody else, one of those things. So it's like, mm-hmm. 
and that's a lot to ask from one yeah. person. We, you know, we we're made to believe that one person is gonna fulfill every need and you know necessity in your life. And it's I followed, not, it's yeah, this lady possible. This lady on Instagram was saying that Love Dorsey, where she was saying, "You women are dumb, basically. Like you think your man is, you don't want your man to cheat, but then you're not being everything he needs you to be. You're not." satisfying him physically mentally spirit like you're not doing all that but you're mad if he gets it somewhere else like how can you be married to somebody and not have sex with them and they'd be mad they want to have sex with somebody else and on top of that but it's not fair either like the the woman or the man it doesn't matter but that other person has to work 40 hours they have their own you know wants and needs they probably kids. have kids that they gotta take care of and then the little bit again, the, we we're left with a tiny bit of time that we can actually, you know, do what we need to do or want to do with ourselves or each, or each other. You're not going to be able to complete, you know, each other on, in, especially in the society. If we lived in the country or had our home, we don't have to work. We can just travel and meet each other and live, you know, like that. Then yes, then I would say we have more time to maybe fulfill each other's need, all our needs and stuff. And but that's why I wonder how happy people really are because it's like, how do you have enough time for each other? And then you got the women who are mad because. The kids get more attention than them, and mm-hmm. or the husband mad because the kids get more attention than him, and most people aren't miserable. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's how. To me, I mean, I don't even think it should be uh, offensive to anybody. Like, let's be honest about it. Like, sure. I, I was miserable. Most people are in miserable situations, and if we don't communicate correctly, we don't sit and say, you know, we got to think outside this box we've been put in because we're gonna end up being either very, you know, okay, we'll still be married, but we'll be very depressed or sad or. Um, unfulfilled in life which i think was what happened before in our previous generations like they would be ashamed to get married you couldn't you know because religion too. them they stay together though yeah you stay together but cheating and everything yeah so they would have to they would resort to cheating they would resort to being just unhappy. kids outside of the marriage yeah two two different lives they don't even interact with each other they might be in different rooms watching different things and barely barely talking they're just companions you know when that's horrible to me i'd rather be in a weird situation be looked at bad you know Whatever it is, but be happy. So whatever it is that you need, you know, you have, I think, go for it. Have somebody that you can talk to and really be able to um, get bo- all of both of your needs met, you know, through whatever that it, that situation is, because it'll be different in every everyone. But don't be afraid to go outside the box and look crazy, because I, you know, we, me and Clarissa did it, and I'm sure we look crazy for a lot of people from the outside, but it's worked amazing for us. Yeah. Know? You guys were happy. It doesn't worry about yeah. it. doesn't matter what everybody else sees you guys as. It's about are you guys happy? And if you, you guys are happy, you went through whatever you had to go through to get to find that happiness, you know. Yep. It's a learning, it's a learning experience, but you guys learn from it. And be genuine. Don't be, you know, don't don't go out on social media, act like everything's perfect, and then yeah. as soon as social media you know, gets they ain't gonna off, stop that. They ain't gonna stop I mean, that. But yeah, it's a, again, we should Put it out there, you know, let's let's grow from this. Let's learn in life. Let's change, you know, for the better. So let's be generally happy, not, you know, digitally happy or uh, social media happy too. You got to do both. You know, if you're going to be happy, be happy. If you're going to, whatever you're doing, put, you know, if you're sad, put it out there too. You got, you, you got support group out there. That's your friends. That's your family. So, you know, just be a genuine person as much as you can, which it's not, it's not easy. It's not, <laughs> that's one of the hardest things, you know, even I, I had to, it took years and a lot yeah. of struggle, you know, and I, that's why it's I love hard, Mac, Mac Miller's music too, because he kind of gives you all those different emotions. Like right. he shows the sad, the happy, and it, it kind of makes me. I love listening to it because it just makes me feel like, all right, I'm not crazy for thinking this way right. or feeling this way. Like there's somebody else out here. It's just nice to hear that that 
authenticity, that realness that we don't normally see where everybody if you express anything that's not happy or, Oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? Or are you, mm. are you depressed? Are you suicidal? Like, you know, sometimes you're sad. Sometimes you're happy, yeah, you know, just, just having a, a living, you're living. That's <laughs> part of the ex- human experience. You know? Yeah. And lots like the TV shows or the music, it just comes off like, you know, Oh, everything's perfect. Like the JC, like, you know, he's only on his last album. Have you really, ser- you know, he's really dealt. I felt with like his, I got to that Jay-Z picture. He's looking crazy out here. But he dealt with his, uh, how he cheated, and he actually dealt with, you know, his negativity and his failures, you know. Most, most of the time, he's just boasting how amazing he is, you know. So we, all, we a lot of time, we've only seen that, you know, that perspective from the entertainment and the things we consume. So we try to mimic it, and we try to do that in our life and only show the good. Yeah. But the more we can be real and, you know, show the good and the bad, the better we'll, we'll actually connect with each other because we're all going through, you know, bullshit and bad things. Yeah, this world and is uh, definitely bringing it on us. Yeah, here it is, man. I'm going to show you this Jay-Z picture. Let's get Mike's reaction of, of his goat. Right. Everybody, Google the pictures. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that has to be edited, right? No, this his is Jay-Z. His legs look too small. Uh, and they scroll. There's another one. There's another one. Show Mike the pictures of Jay-Z on the beach in Hawaii. If you guys uh, Google Jay-Z in Hawaii, man. If You'll you, see the pictures that we're looking at right now. If y'all know JC, I'm just looking forward to it. If you've next been on Facebook, you've probably it. seen these pictures all week because they've been all over Facebook. Hawaiian Sophie J with He's the doing hat. The, you see him oh. doing the yoga? No. You didn't see him squatting, doing the yoga? No, I'm hitting the gallery now. I'm saying. Oh, man. It's rough. It's rough. <laughs> I don't know why he's so awkward. I told you. When he's Bro. not rapping, he's so awkward. Look at this. It's like a stick figure. Look at his legs. <laughs> That oh is man, funny. that's why I'm just like, how do you have that confidence to cheat on Beyonce? Oh, that, that's what you're. Yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. That almost looks like he's learning how to do um, paddle boarding. When I did paddle boarding, you got to learn like how to yeah. balance like that. But yeah, yeah, they caught they caught Jay Z out here <laughs> looking crazy in Hawaii, man. Them, them, them paparazzi got him. You'll, you'll hear about and it. And I feel like we see these types of Jay Z pictures every few years, and yeah, everybody yeah. looks just a surprise each time. But that's. That's Jay Z, man. He's something else, man. He's just, you know, he's a fifty-something-year-old man. Like, wow, we shouldn't really be surprised he looks like that. But uh, I don't. You know, the one thing that surprises me is how he doesn't have a single gray hair. Some people think that's a wig he wears with the dreads. He could be dying it too. Some people think that's fake, but I don't know. No, it, I don't think so. Just finally let his hair grow. He doesn't have a single gray. It's amazing. Yeah, and he he uh. I think he's learned too. He does. He he puts on music only once. He doesn't do it every year anymore. Like he's random when he drops anything. He does it when he's ready, you know. So that's something yeah. we can, you know. I always look at too. Once you mature enough, instead of you know worrying about what others are, no, when I, I'm gonna take care of my personal life and be happy. And when I have the time, he probably you know he doesn't want to let his relationship suffer. So that's something we can also uh, apply. We gotta start worrying more about us than than others. I text Kayla at 3 a.m. last night that I made it home. <laughs> she didn't see she it. She just responded at 1.12. She was knocked out. Wow. Wow. Mad late. Mad late. But, yeah, as much as awkward as Jay-Z is, I still look forward for another album from him. I hope so. At some point, you know, he said he, you know, when he loses the passion, he'll just stop dropping music. He won't announce his retirement again, according to him. He's just going to stop making music, and you'll yeah. be like, huh, five years went by, and there's been no music. I guess he's done, but. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? How, do you feel anything about how you feel about that uh, Orlando Magic 
draft pick from last night. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about him, but Cole from, Anthony. From what I the highlights and stuff, I love. He seems to play with passion. Well, do you know who I he is? Go, no, I just that's know. Greg Anthony, son. Oh yeah, they did show yeah. that in the, the they they showed clips of Greg Anthony when he got drafted. Yeah, that's Greg Anthony's son. Shout but out to Magic getting uh, Cole Anthony. He looks like he plays with aggression and passion, so I like that. We need players like that, you know, and he'll compete with um, Fultz for that point guard spot, which is great. You know, is Fultz the starter? Yeah, he's been the starter. He played really, really he played well. Played good last oh, year. Oh yeah, he played I, I, really well. Keep up too much with him. Oh yeah, is he shooting yet? He's. He's improving. His mid-range is amazing. Okay. But as soon as he goes out of the mid-range, it's, it's uh, shaky. But he makes threes here and there. Did we ever find out what was wrong with him? Is it a confidence thing or a shoulder thing? I mean, the fact that he's playing back to basically similar to how he the potential he was showing shows me that it more than likely was physical. But yeah. who knows? He could have got a lot of mental help, too. But maybe it was both. But definitely he seems a lot better. He, he's taking contact. He falls hard sometimes to the floor when he attacks the basket. And he seems fine. He seems you know, not that rattled and, comf- you know, Straight from Markel. They messed up his shot. <laughs> well, yeah, he seems good. So, I'm happy with it. I mean, we need a, a backup point guard. And a DJ so could be a restricted, unrestricted free uh, agent. He might leave us, DJ Augustine. So, maybe we'll get a couple of young point guards to make some noise there. They're talking about trading Aaron Gordon. So Yeah, shout out to uh, the Blazers. They tried to come in and finesse y'all for Aaron Gordon, and the Magic said no. So, we ended up with Robert Covington. We need, we need CJ or nothing, but it's not worth it. CJ's better play overall. So yeah, I, I can't get rid of CJ. I don't know. I don't know what the Blazers did. I don't know. We had a second round pick. We took some guy I don't know anything about, so I'm not gonna say a good, good or bad. So y'all gonna get Melo again next year, or I is that a one so. year thing? I don't think Melo's coming back. Mm. Not with Covington there and Hood's coming back. Melo, he doesn't play no defense. Right. Melo doesn't play defense. We didn't really improve under him. Right. It's just to me. He needs too much, and we can't. We got to develop people. So, I don't see Melo coming back to Portland. Uh, so you got Covington at the small forward. He could play power. Power forward. He could. So who plays small know. forward? Hood. Hood is Hood. if he's healthy, he's supposed to be the the small forward. Hood, the same player that was for the play for the Jazz. Yeah, Ronnie Hood. Yeah, he's he good. tore his Achilles last year, so he oh, missed yeah. a year. But yeah, he's good. He's supposed to be healthy. Uh, Zach Collins could be playing power forward again, but I like him better as a backup center. But he has to stay healthy too. Well, white side. We're losing white side. He's yeah. a free agent, which I'm good with. Uh, he was a good rental, but he just doesn't do enough to warrant the money. And I feel like we got to go in a different direction. White side is not a great defender. His stats look good, but he's yeah. not a great defender. Um, yeah. He's not dynamic enough, probably for today's NBA. He's not. I don't know what what's going on though with the Blazers. I just hope we're decent. NBA season <laughs> starting in December. Free agency starts today, right? Uh, is it today? I think today or tomorrow. Okay. Soon. Very soon. Right. So. It might be midnight. Yeah, maybe. It might be midnight today. But, uh, yeah, what do you think about the season starting in December with that quick turnaround? Uh, I know the players weren't happy, but from a financial standpoint, they have to play early because the Olympics are next summer, mm-hmm. and they can't mm-hmm. coincide with that. So I see why they want to start that season early, and LeBron's just going to have to suck it up <laughs> and play some games. But Maybe. Is it a shortened season, maybe? 72-game oh, season. Okay. That helps. and you know, Starting they, December 20th or 22nd. Wow. I mean, it's pretty cool. You start the beginning of the year, basically, so it's from the beginning. Yeah. Of the year. I mean, Corona's just throwing everything off, man. Yeah. Everything's different now. The way the sports are ran, uh, it's just it's changed a lot of stuff. And I'm just interested to see how we, how we move forward with everything, how the world moves forward. Um, yeah. Like I said, I don't get – 
too much into the theories or the opinions of like I I li- I just like listening to all you guys' opinions, whether it's your side or the other side or whatever somebody has to say. I'm always just interested in hearing it. I don't have too much to, to um to add to it, but I like to hear both sides. I like to study how the world is moving. I like to see the changes that are happening. I'm just more fascinated by all that. Economics has always been something I've been interested in. So I always look at things from an economic, uh, economical standpoint and that's all I could do, man. I just like watching, watching and observing. Yeah. I throw in my two cents here and there, but I don't get too deep into it. There's nothing wrong with that, man. There's so many, so much stuff out there. It's like the chance that you could say, Hey, this is how it is. It's, it's, and like you know, I said, it's gonna I, change, you know. I work all the time. So like on my off days, I like to give my mind a break and I just, I can't do too much deep stuff. Maybe next year when I get off all this social media and I don't have all the distractions, I'll do more exactly. deep dives and I plan on reading a lot more books and stuff. And I think that's, that's part of it. The, why the system's set up the way it is. They don't want to give you enough time to research this stuff. They want you busy working. <laughs> they, don't, they want you listening to what we yeah. say on TV. Just follow that path and you know. Don't don't think too much. Realize, Mike, you look like Jay Z too. Your hair is like all black. I feel like you're dying that. I got way too many white hairs. Are you dying that? It's just this lighting. You don't see. I got a lot of white hair. Your hair bro. is like jet black, bro. I was telling, I think Janine or, or Kayla yesterday they were talking about my hair because I got a hair. I got a haircut. I, yeah. I, grew, I grew it out for a little bit. I had long hair. Now I just cut it. I, I feel look like Mike dyes his hair. I look like Clark. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but that hair is way too black for your age. But I was telling him one thing I can't complain is my genetics is my hair. Oh crap! I just forgot. I have a work meeting at two. And they a virtual meeting. Oh crap! I forgot about. Let's yeah, I'm going to have to go do this. I just remembered we had this meeting. Do it live. Might be interesting. No, I'm going to have to. It's 145 now, so I'm going to have to cut this short and get this set up. Uh, uh, we had a good conversation. Yeah, we kept that it was, pretty short today. Yeah, an hour and 15 perfect, is perfect time. good time. I'll perfect go through. I'll, I'll cut out whatever needs to be cut out because sometimes I do long pauses. So I try to take some of that out. But um, And that's another Thank thing. You. Sometimes it takes me a while to put these episodes up because I edit so much. I'm like Dr. Dre with the detox. Like, <laughs> I am so particular about, like, editing that I have to, like, make everything sound a certain way. And I'll do, like, an hour, two-hour episode and spend, like, seven hours editing it. So that I'm trying to work on because I am doing way too much when it comes to that. And it's hard because, I, I mean, I've edited my own, like, I go on vacation, you know, we take pictures and videos. I made videos of my trips and yeah. stuff. And it's like every little details bother you because you say, oh, there's that, that switch between that picture or video, like, oh, it's too long. And then you. Or sounds, so, like yeah, certain sounds I'll do, like, while I'm recording, I hate and I'll take them out. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I know how that can get, especially if you. It's not that I'm being lazy recording, guys. Just sometimes I spend way too much time editing. It takes me a while to put it up. But this episode. I feel like I can. It won't be a lot of editing, so I'll probably be able to put this one up tonight, hopefully. And I've I've noticed that YouTube videos now they mess up and they keep it in there. Like they'll repeat the same word two or three times sometimes, and they don't cut it out. Like big YouTube people yeah, that have not, because it's harder to edit the video mm. with video. And you know this. You you went to school for production. When I thought you were used to, I used to give you my tapes to go copy in the little production TV production room. When we oh, do the, an AV. I work yeah. for uh, audiovisual, yeah. But when you do video, you can't really edit video because it's cutting. You don't want it to cut. But they do it, and it looks super, super awkward, but at least Yeah, but you flows. don't want to do it too much. Right. Like, you can do it every now and then, 
But if you're cutting your audio out, you have to cut the video out. And yeah. when it's flowing like one, one uh, shot, yeah. it cuts. And it's the same. You're sitting in the same spot. And but it's a cut. Yeah. That I, I they don't do. The so they're going to leave those mistakes in. Whereas it's audio, I can take the audio out because I don't have to worry about those cuts. Right. But sometimes they do those the cuts. The jump cut. But, but they I think don't, that's what it's called. Yeah. And it looks super awkward. And Yeah, the, the, the vloggers do it a lot. Yeah, they do that's it a lot. That's normal for them. But like a Joe Budden, mm-hmm. Joe Budden's not going to want his to look like that on a spot or not Spotify anymore, but on YouTube. Or like Rogan or these people, they're not. They're gonna leave those. You gotta leave those mistakes in because it's just gonna be more of a hassle. Right. And that's a, that's the downside of doing video. Mm-hmm. Whereas audio, I can take stuff out, and you you won't even know I took it out. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he takes it out, I know it did because you're ju- you're you're cutting and you're in the same shot. Right. No, yeah, know? That, that makes sense. In music yeah. videos, they don't like that either. Like music videos, when they cut, it's a different shot. They're never gonna, or they they rarely will cut and leave in the same shot. That's just like a no-no. That's like one of the big no-nos we learned in production. But a lot of people do it. The because the rules have changed now. Yeah, now yeah. it doesn't matter. You, yeah. These are people creating their own content, so they can do what they want. And but. they put a video out every day. They don't. If they had to edit it, they will never get enough. You know, yeah. they want to get more things out there, even if it's kind of rough. You but know? they gotta. Yeah, you're gonna see a lot of mistakes in video just because it's harder. It's harder to take that stuff out. Yep. You still love doing it, podcasting. I love it. You love I the think roof. the job makes my regular job. Makes it a little more tiring because it's like I have to like muster up the energy, but like when I have a guest, it's easier to right. just come in and sh- and talk. It's I don't talking like a have conversation. any topics written down today. We just had a conversation, but right. when it's me by myself, I have to have like a I have to have topics I want to go through so I know how I want it to flow. When it's somebody else, you can kind of just go with the flow and go wherever the conversation takes you. So it's, so you try to take advantage when you have somebody here to do a yeah conversation I mean, if. But then sometimes I have a lot of stuff I want to rant about, so sometimes I'd rather do it by myself. Mm-hmm. So it just depends. But this week I didn't really have a lot to talk about. There wasn't a lot going on in the world. I mean, ever since the election, there's not really been a lot of new news. Right. But, yeah. It'll come. I could have probably came on here and talked about some random stuff too, but I was like, yeah, Mike's been in the night. I'm going to use him. <laughs> I'm going to use him to make him record. But I like the idea. Do that Goody Mob album review thing that's a cool idea Do i'm gonna review that because like goody mob is my favorite group i want to uh definitely promote it i think it's a really good album on people to hear some of the stuff on the album so yeah next week definitely gonna take some time probably that wednesday because thanksgiving's thursday so that wednesday i'll probably do the goody mob review and then i'll probably thursday i'll put up a throwback episode too or friday or something like that so I'll what put, you're all you're off tuesday wednesday next week no wednesday and friday okay yeah black friday yeah, it's Black Friday. Try to avoid all these crowds. <laughs> but, Mike, I'd like to thank you for coming on. I thank have a work for, meeting to get to in 10 minutes. Thank you for having me, bro. We're going to end this oh, with a uh, pleasure. the locks. This is your song you wanted to play. See if your your phone has a or your iPad has a password on it. Oh, yeah. It? I'm oh, stuck okay. in the 90s, so I still listen to locks and stuff like that. They got a new how to, album. How do this you unlock like, it? This is the, the best song the album, the last song. What's the name of the album? Uh, I think it's just called a lot. Living off experience, which is what locks ma- means. Many people might not know that. You, yeah, I knew that. But many people yeah. might not know a that. A lot of people probably didn't know that. But yeah, you've always been a pretty diehard locks fan. Yeah, I'm a 90s hip-hop fan, so I like anything from the 90s. I still like, I'm stuck in the 90s for sure. So this song is called Loyalty and Love. And we're going to end the show with this. Mike, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Have a safe trip back. 
Yes, sir. And you're always welcome back to come on when you have something to talk about. Thank you, bro. It's keeping real with Jared Lawrence. See you next week. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to get buzzed. I ride with the homie to get plugged. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to get more. I ride with the homie, I bring the gloves. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to the grave. I ride with the homie to the judge. Loyalty and love. Homies is family, but not blood. We came up together out the mud. You know what the fuck it is. I ain't got a fuck to give. I ain't got a buck to give. The niggas on that sucker shit. Got me on my 93. Who bring the rucker shit? Only break bread with the homies that I suck with. That sucker shit don't reside here. You should slide or die from a wild niggas idea. We in the Taj and some fly gear. Money machine, machine gun, homie, I swear. I, swear. I dare you to be loyal. Try to die real. You ain't seen them like us, cause they don't make them, homie. Just a bitch ass nigga, don't get no makeup on me. Or to get you popped in the neck from my Jamaican homie. Yeah, yeah, still up in the jungle, boy. Me and the homie and a half a pee of jungle boys. Back then we moved cocaine, we was unemployed. Stay in your place, make it your face that my gun avoid. Loyalty and love, I ride with the homie to get buzzed. I ride with the homie to get plugged. Loyalty and love, I ride with the homie to go to war. I ride with the homie, I bring the gloves. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to the grave. I ride with the homie to the judge. Loyalty and love. Some thug shit today, you all positive. Motivation quotes and shit. Early morning post and shit. Rise like a propeller. Who the fuck is you, Mandela? Blood to my hand, fella. Left for sky dweller. Accounting for 20 years, haven't seen one bank teller. Pass on being close and shit. For that kiss of ghost and shit. Give a nigga one verse and tell him make the most of it, nigga. <laughs> What's all the fake smiles for? Your friendship is fake, you can't use me no more. No more. I cut niggas off, that's what the two see the four. War, like you'll see that honey shot by the door. <laughs> loyalty and love. Oh, you love my loyalty. Oh, you stick around, cause my niggas is royalty. L-O-X. Either way, we went from blood to the mud. Uh-huh. To laughing at these niggas like war. DMX voice. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to get buzzed. Yeah. I ride with the homie to get plugged. Uh-huh. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to go to war. Yeah. I ride with the homie. I bring the gloves, uh, loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to the grave. Yeah. I ride with the homie to the judge. Yeah. Loyalty and love. Come on. Homies is family, but not blood. Ooh. We came up together out the mud. Yeah. Loyalty and love. Yeah. I ride with the homie when shit is real. You ride with the homie to get in clubs. All you do is look at his gram to see how he moving. When's the last time you called him to see how he doing? They just want to catch it. They ain't really for us. I had enough. I'm tired of supporting the supporters. Shoe was on the other foot, all I hear is crickets uh, They don't even give a fuck, all they want is tickets Backstage passes, yeah. dark shade glasses When nothing's going on, niggas walk straight past us Fam on the weekends, Always. never on a Tuesday Loyalty and love, two L's, nigga Cool J Richer for poor, for war, never change Sun, water and dirt is the mud, that's where we came from Smoke till we flow, drink till we earl The only two things that you need in this world is Loyalty and love I ride with the homie to get buzzed. I ride with the homie to get plugged. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to go to war. I ride with the homie, I bring the gloves. Loyalty and love. I ride with the homie to the grave. I ride with the homie to the judge. Loyalty and love. Homies and family, but not blood. We came up together out the mud.